Welcome to Batshit, a frank and funny look at living with mental illness. While we'll touch on several illnesses, Batshit is focused on those along the spectrum of bipolar disorders. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Brad. Yeah, <laughs> and we're both bipolar. So strap in and let's see how bad shit we really are. Oh, I hate these voices. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Spoiler alert, pretty damn bad shit. Today's topic is social media. Ooh, the Instagrams and the TikToks and the Twitters and the Snapchats and the MySpace. Is MySpace still living? Probably not. I think MySpace came back for musicians. No, it did not. I think. I think it did. Really? I don't know if it's still around. But okay. like a couple of years back, it like popped back up for musicians. Uh, I laugh because every time social media is brought up, I say, I'm too old. I'm too old for this, even though I'm 40, which isn't ancient. I'm, I think they call me like an elder millennial. Um, but the truth of the matter is, I just don't give a shit. Um, I, I've tried to give a shit because, as Brad and I have mentioned before, we're both in the entertainment industry, and we probably should give more of a shit than we do. Yeah. And it's just it's so difficult. To stay on top of it yeah. and to try to be, you know, I had somebody tell me the other day, hey, if you want your uh, Instagram account to, to get a lot of followers, you got to post every day at the same time. And I was like, I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's just another thing on my list. <laughs> uh, and then, like, you know, uh, people are always telling me, like, man, you need to post about these film projects and right. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I can't I can't go on and talk about the actors who are attached because, like, there's NDAs mm-hmm. and, you know, the the – film is you know everybody else behind the film is like oh no we've we've got this release scheduled in variety and blah 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 and uh yeah i i also just hate on a Mm. uh, side rant like what they what they call vague booking or some it's somebody will will like tweet something like guys i just had the biggest news with this movie that i'm working on i wish i could tell you come on yeah i hate that shit too so So i just avoid it but see here's the funny (laughs) but here's the other funny thing right We've had amazing listener growth from this podcast, and it's just you, the listeners, sharing the podcast. And it's been amazing. And we're like, oh, you know what? We got to get on social media. We yeah. have to. We have to get on it and just to share it more. And we're working on that. But that is not why we wanted to talk about social media today. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about social media because, in my personal opinion, it's toxic as hell for your mental health. Yes, yeah. I would completely agree 100%. Yeah, and, you know, Brad, what was the statistic that you uh, you were just mentioning a minute ago? About uh, the kids? Su- oh, about kids? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me pull this up. Oh, I had it up and it went away. Aw, see, Brad has kids, which is why I, I, I was glad he brought this up. So this was uh, Adam Grant posted this. Um, I think he's maybe a psychologist. Um But he said, the earlier kids get smartphones, the worse their mental health as adults. A new study shows that 27,000 plus people, a new study of 27,000 plus people, owning a smartphone younger predicts lower self-worth, motivation, and resilience, and more sadness, anxiety, and aggression, especially for girls. Now, we are not saying Adam Grant is right. We are not here to promote Adam Grant's point of view or his, you know, study that he's talking about <laughs> because we haven't done the research on that. But it did inspire the episode because there are elements of what he's saying that I completely agree with. Um, let's start with this social media as as an idea, right? Like you're feeling bad, right? You're depressed. So it's very easy to jump on Instagram, jump on TikTok and start scrolling through you know, your feed 
looking for something that's going to make you feel better. And sometimes that's seeing a cute puppy. And other times that's seeing these people living an idyllic life, which is fabricated to the point where you start feeling shitty about your real life. When those people on social media aren't displaying a real life, they're presenting a fabricated life because that's what gets them uh, followers, which is what gets them money, which is their career. Yeah. And so you're either negatively comparing yourself yep. to someone who's presenting a false front. Right. Or you're doing what they call doom scrolling. Ooh, what's doom scrolling? So doom scrolling. See, Brad's, Brad's got kids. He's much hipper than me. <laughs> my, my kids are not on social media. <laughs> they're, they're too young for that. Uh, thank God. Yeah, because if they were, we could get them to run our, our social media. Maybe oh, wow. Eventually, you know, yeah. you didn't think about that. Yeah. I'm just saying, maybe get them on social media. <laughs> I, should, I should start training them. Yes, <laughs> training. Uh, do some Twitter push-ups. Um, no, so doom scrolling is where you go on and whatever the horrible thing in the news is today, because there's usually four or five. Oh, God. You spend as much time as you possibly can just reading everything about it. What? Every tweet, every Instagram post. Right. You know, if there's a school shooting, it's like I'm going to spend two hours reading about this school shooting. Right. And then the algorithm for the social media uh, platform goes, oh, this is what Brad wants to see more of. So they keep mm -hmm. flooding your your uh, feed with more of these stories. And so every time you go online, it's darker and more depressing. Oh, and yeah. The world seems hopeless and without any light or joy. Yeah. <laughs> now, when when social media started, because – Brad and I were both there for that. Um, the whole idea was, I'll tell you, I was on the road. I was doing musical theater, and Facebook was just starting. And I loved Facebook because Facebook was a way for literally me to keep in touch with all of my friends who were having kids easily. I'd be like, oh, look, there's a picture of Carrie's new baby. There's a lot of pictures of Carrie's new baby. All right, either way, congratulations, Carrie, on your new baby. It wasn't Carrie voicing their opinion on the president or or – any other number of like mental health is not a real thing or, or these other crazy stuff that just keeps coming up on social media. It, social media, I think, could be a great tool, but right now it's not. Yeah. I mean, you see glimpses of that, like during the Arab Spring. Sure. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, you see how it, it could be used for good. Yeah. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Sure. When when the protests were occurring and people were, were not only coordinating that online, but were showing video of like yeah. police abuse against the protesters hell the i mean even like the ice bucket challenge for als remember yeah. that for a couple of years ago people were raising money by dumping ice buckets on their head or something like that yeah, like, yeah hey i yeah. mean cool you're doing great things but that's not the type of social media we're referring to right, right now you know we're <laughs> referring to someone on twitter you know voicing their opinion about how depressions like just Get off your ass and work harder, or medication like lithiums for, for uh, wimps. It's like that's not. Yeah, I mean the thing about the internet in general is that misinformation runs rampant. Yep, and there's no checks in place. Mm -hmm. You know, because you get someone <clears throat> will say something. For instance, we talked in a recent episode about Joyce Carol Oates saying that depression wasn't real. Right. There's a lot of people who were chiming in and fighting back against that, but. It had hundreds of likes, and there were a lot of people who agreed with her who were drowning them out. Sure. So if you're coming to a topic like that and you don't know which side to take, mm -hmm. you're going to end up siding with the lo loudest one. Now, <laughs> let, let me ask you a question because you're on Twitter more than I am. You can retweet people, yeah. right? So if, if Joyce posts something and you want to share it, you then will retweet it on your feed, right? Yeah. 
does all of the arguments come with it? Like, does all the responses to the tweet? If someone clicks on it and chooses to read it. Ah, if they click on it and choose to read it. See, that's the other part of it, right? Yeah. Because Joyce posts it, it gets 5,000 likes, and 2,000 of those people repost it on their page. And people who are just doom scrolling, all they see is uh, Joyce Carol Oates posted blank. Yeah, like they don't see the con- they don't even see the people on a uh, you know it's not about sides but the people with uh, more reasonable point of views yeah. you know dis- discussing the other side of the topic all they see is that one thing from Joyce yeah so the misinformation is rampant and especially when you're talking mental health I mean we we've talked about this a lot there is so much misinformation out yeah there. and the people who have the most ignorant ideas on mental health seem to be the loudest. In those opinions. Yep. And so as you're scrolling and you come across things, it's it's going to feel hopeless. It's going to feel invalidating. It's going to f- make you feel lonely. Sure. Um, because these people are so loud and so they seem like they're the majority. Yeah. Um, so you've got that. You've got the doom scrolling. Uh, another I- thing is <clears throat> um, uh, rageaholics. Ooh. So people will find something that pisses them off, right? Like, yep. well, what did Trump say this week? Okay. And they go on and they just, they want to find every every discussion that's happening about that, anybody who's like pro whatever he said, and mm-hmm. just constantly fight about it. Just fight about it. Because it feels good. It's addictive. You yeah. feel like you're doing something. Sure. If you're suffering from a mental illness, that is not even remotely healthy. No, it is not. To get caught into that trap. Even right. if you feel like I am doing a good thing. Sure. Right here. I'm I'm fighting the good fight. That's horrible for your mental health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be doing that on social media. You want to fight the good fight? Like, you know, go protest somewhere. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, go do, just... do, do something. Yeah. Um... But, but if you're just setting and scrolling social media and responding and typing these things over and over again and getting in these cycles, that's really horrible for you. Well, and there's also people that instigate those... Uh, those uh, with those uh, uh, toxic comments just to get a reaction. Yeah. They're not doing it because they feel a certain way. They will see a strong conversation going back and forth, and they will just egg it on for the sake of, for the lulls. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Bill Burr joked about that in the 2016 election. It yeah. seems like, I just love riling people up online, so I'll tweet something like, uh, Trump's such a dumbass, he's almost going to make me vote for a woman. And then just sit back and watch everybody get mad. <laughs> see, and yes, is that hilarious? Sure, it is in context. Out of context, that's just not good for you. <laughs> yeah, like, not yeah. good for you. I mean, but there are there are people who do that. Like he's a comedian, so blah blah blah. Sure. But but there are people who just like to poke the hornet's nest. Sure, there are. I mean, they they've proven you know the whole um uh like like Russian social media farms right where they've yeah, got yeah. guys setting just. With the explicit purpose of pissing off Americans, yeah, that's a whole because it job. sows discord, and, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I, I just don't think it's a healthy thing, personally. For me, again, this is all just my opinion. This is all just my personal experience. I'm going to take Instagram because that's the one I'm most familiar with. People post on Instagram during the great moments in their life. I mean, rarely, at least in my experience, do they post sad things. You yeah, know? more often than not. They're posting like, I got a promotion today, or look at this new puppy I adopted, or I'm vacationing in the Bahamas. And if you're in a bad place and you see all this on your feed, it's keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah. It's like you saying, why is their life like that and my life's like this? Yeah. Why am why is like right now 
you know, uh, Kaylee Cuoco's in fucking Aruba, you know, and on a yacht. And I'm sitting here in my one bedroom apartment, you know, and my lithium hasn't kicked in yet because I'm only on week one. (laughs) Yeah. It's like it, it, it's and that gets even worse watching people who are in your say your same line of work. Sure. If you're working a job. I mean, you know, obviously we're we're in arts and entertainment and that gets bad enough in and of itself. Like, sure. Why is that person booking gigs? Why is yeah, that yeah, person yeah, selling yeah. Uh, scripts or books? But, um, you know, I mean, I would imagine it would be the same for sales, real estate. Oh, yeah. You know, any of this stuff. Also, it's like even like relationships, because people love to post about like new relationships, marriages, a child. I mean, yeah, you just broke up with someone. Yeah. You're devastated about it. And then your high school girlfriend posts that she's having a baby. Right. Or, yeah, there's (laughs) people who are like struggling to have children. And then they're scrolling through all of these things on on Instagram about like, buy the latest. Uh, 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 stroller from Toys R Us. So, by the way, uh, Jeanette, your uh, neighbor just got pregnant with twins. And, yeah. like, what's that doing to that person's uh, psyche? It's, it's- by the way, my, my high school girlfriend wrote me on Instagram the other day, and she listens to this, so I'm not like making fun of you. I just thought this was funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but she was just like, it's so, you know, it's so crazy how our lives ended up. Uh, I, I imagine, I forget how she phrased it, but it was something like, uh, I imagine you'd be on your third marriage and have five illegitimate children by now. <laughs> And I was like, nope, I won. <laughs> well, I, you won. I won. I won. I won. Yeah, I won. I won. <laughs> I wonder if she thought that, like, at the time of dating you. It's just like if she's sitting there I going. Think, and maybe that's what attracted her to Maybe. Me. She's man. like, this guy. Like, he's going places. <laughs> I don't want to go those places. <laughs> but then, but know, he's going he's there. He's going there. He's going to those places. Thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> I appreciate your support. But see, that's, the other, <laughs> that's the other twisted thing about this. So, so Brad and I have mentioned in the past we're both role players. Like we do D and D, right? We do werewolf. We do vampire. When we were in high school, you had to really tiptoe around, you know, the the social circles to see who was down to play Dungeons and Dragons or vampire because those people were ostracized. You know, like mm-hmm. that that was not a community that was easily accessible. Now with the internet. You can find games wherever yeah. you want. You can see that other people wear elf ears and cloaks and go to the Ren Fair. You know, and- that was actually a weird thing that got me into role playing. Mm. Was uh, the the first game I ever played was uh, Werewolf. Okay, and uh, it was um, this guy uh, Adam Logan who was on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. His brother Jared, who's now stand up comic and writes for like uh, late night uh, shows. Cool, and um, and like a couple other jocks who were like, dude. There's, and like some skater guys. They were like, dude, we're doing this game. Like, you'd be a werewolf. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I was like, totally outside of like the stereotype. Right. That's, you know? that's totally backwards <laughs> from my life yeah. experience. But, but yeah. either way, like all of a sudden you can find communities through which you can like enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. Or you can find podcasts like this. Like all through things like social media. Yeah. Through which the is, internet. Which is the good thing. Which is about the good it. side of it. Which is why. You know, you can't just make a blanket statement and say social media is good. Social media is bad. I will say this, though. Um, is it going to be social media is bad or social media is good? Because I just said you can't say that, Brad. I just said <laughs> okay, it. Okay, so this is a New York Times article from October 2022. More reading. British ruling pins blame on social media for teenagers' suicide. The internet, according to the ruling, quote, affected her mental health in a negative way and contributed to her death in a more than minimal way. Um, and the article goes on specifically talking about Instagram. Wow. But there have been studies that show that specifically for teenage girls, 
and honestly, I would imagine this is probably true for women into their 30s, sure. maybe even beyond, that social media is particularly toxic um, because of, you know, some of the things you were hitting on, the the idealized life, mm-hmm. and, you know, et cetera. And we have so much just kind of baked in misogyny in this oh, culture. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Um, you know, you combine that with things like we, when we had uh, Maggie Gwen on to talk about perinatal and postpartum depression, the whole idea of like the perfect mother, oh, which man. which is a huge internet thing. It's like, yeah, gigantic. You know, and so if you're if you're struggling, if you have postpartum depression, for instance, and you're going on and all you're seeing is you know all these moms talking about how wonderful it is, and you know, look at this yeah. beautiful picture of me and my baby, a, and you know, breastfeeding is what gives my child life. If you use formula, you're a monster. It's like yeah, what are you, you talking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and kids are getting on social media younger and younger and younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, your oldest is ten. Ten. I bet you there's kids his age who have cell phones in his oh, class. Yeah, yeah, there are. yeah. There I'm are. sure there are, and they grow up on social media. And now I understand that you know kids aren't necessarily looking at Kelly, you know Kaylee Kuoko in the in Aruba on her yacht, being like, I want. Oh man, I'm sad because I'm not Kaylee yeah. Kuoko on a yacht in Aruba, but. It just it plants the seeds. Well, you also get when you're talking about kids. Um, you know, when when we were kids, if you have something going on in school, you you got in a fist fight with somebody. Sure. There's, there's a bully. There's a girl you ask out in the hallway, and she like ridiculed you, and everybody laughed. Yeah. You go home, and it's over. Right. Oh. You had solace. Right. You, you got to escape from it. You know, and maybe even had some friends that don't go to your school. Yeah. And you could hang out with people who didn't know what was going on. Right, right. On. And a week later, it's it's over. It's over. That's not the case with social media. Nope. You're going to go home and you're going to, your phone's blown up with notifications of people laughing about you. Maybe somebody posted a video. Yeah. You know, maybe you're getting uh, your, your bullies, you know, messaging you directly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, all and these. there forever. Yeah. It's, 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 it's. Yeah, and if somebody re- yeah, yeah, if somebody recorded you yeah. asking that chick out in the hall and her her ridiculing you, that's gonna get reposted every few months. Every few months, it'll pop up again. Constantly be, relive that. You could be a freaking meme. You know what yeah. I mean? And like me, it's like, oh man. Enjoying batshit? Please like, subscribe, and share it on social media. If you have someone you think may need to hear it, we encourage you to share it with them and to start your own conversation about mental health. Hey, friends. Brad and I started Batshit because we needed someone to talk to about our bipolar. So when looking for a sponsor, BetterHelp was the obvious choice. BetterHelp provides access to therapists via text, via Zoom, via email, via phone call, 24 hours, seven days a week. I don't need to tell anyone how broken the American healthcare system is, especially when it comes to mental illness. But the beautiful thing about BetterHelp is that they'll work with you. Go to www.betterhelp.com backslash batshit. You'll get 10% off for the first month and you'll get someone to talk to right now. If you need to talk to someone, do it. Please. We love you. I feel awful for kids today. I really do because, you know, they grew up on social media. You know, even, even like, so my wife is 35. So she had... Facebook in college. I didn't have Facebook in college. But five years younger than that, you know, 30, they had Facebook in high school. Yeah. And maybe Instagram in high school and Twitter in high school. And that's where that stuff, when you're in your, you're still, you're like, I'd say one of the most uh, 
crucial developmental stages in your life, like everything's being recorded, everything's being judged, everything's being, you know, uh, uh, for it's like in stone. And with that, like we were saying, you feel the need to constantly put on a face. Right. You're not presenting the real you. No. So these kids are being taught at an early age to repress more, to lie more, to yep. present well, this and, false self. And with these, with the technolo- technology that's available, like going back to what you're saying about teenage girls, like the beauty filters that can be applied, oh, the yeah. photoshopping that can be done, yeah. um, it's it it's just not fair. It's just not fair yeah. to these people who are going through their teenage years, developing at different rates. And to be um, a misogynist for a minute, it's not fair dating. Because you look at their pictures online and you're like, is that really her? I don't know. It looks like a filter. Why does she have anime eyes? Does she have them in real life? Because that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm into. I'm into anime eyes in real life. You go to meet them in person. You're like, you do not have a puppy dog nose. I feel catfished. I'm totally catfished now. <laughs> Although, yeah, actually, I was talking with a, a female friend who was single the other day. And she's on these dating apps. And it's that idea of like. Uh, you know, there's five pictures up there, and you hope they look like one of them. You hope that they <laughs> yeah. look like one of the it's five just pictures. Any of the one, any could, of the five. I don't know if any of these are real. You know, <laughs> those abs could be drawn on. You know what I mean? It's you know, if you go on Fiverr, there are guys in like India mm-hmm. who that's that's all they do is like send me photos of you, and I will give you muscles and ripped abs no, for your dating profile. No, yeah, yeah totally. That's totally. amazingly <laughs> awful and hilarious at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And Which it, again, it's like the whole goal with that is like you eventually want to get naked with this person. <laughs> They're gonna <laughs> they know. figure it out. <laughs> look, look, we have to be in absolute darkness. <laughs> yeah, and you can't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way this sexual relationship is gonna work. I mean, isn't isn't that how all sex is? Yeah, I, I think that was, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how I've been doing. Yeah, it. A, I've never had sex, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's. It's just so awful. It's awful. I mean, yeah. the lies that are being told to you, by you, for you, and and like and, and the worst. I will say this to children. I'm not saying this to children. I assume not a lot of children are listening to this, but maybe they are. One of your biggest advocates in your life, even though you may not feel it right now, are your parents. They're your parents. They're your older siblings. They're your aunts. They're your uncles. They're your family. And um, your parents don't know shit about social media. They don't know how to access it. They don't really understand it. You know, when when you try to explain it to them, they have the same reference point that Brad and I have. We're like, yeah, we, we got in fights in, you know, grade school, high school, and that shit was over a week later. Yeah. Like, they can't process, you know— People our age can't process uh, what these like kids are going through nowadays, and so yeah. now they're going through it even more alone. Yeah, and o- and old people are only on Facebook. It seems if yeah, if yeah. they're even I, like I the the like <laughs> I hate going on Facebook. I try not to. I go out every now and then. Like we got our our batshit group yeah, on yeah, there yeah. and stuff. And uh, anytime you go on, like it's like eighty percent of anything you see in your feed is somebody over the age of sixty five. It's true. Yep. <laughs> Um, the only messages I get on Facebook nowadays are my mom being like, look at this dog I found on Google. I'm like, mom, are you just <laughs> on Google all day Googling dogs? Which I keep sending them. I'm not saying stop sending them. They get me like, my day sometimes. Or like, you know, I'll get like a crazy like uncle like twice removed or something who's who's like, you know, the earth is flat. <laughs> Kim trails. <laughs> what? what? You know, yeah. <laughs> so ah! that's... <laughs> That's another episode. We'll do that on another yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, huh. 
Uh, so going back to the reason we started talking about all this is um, we're here promoting mental health. We want everyone who's listening to this to get better, uh, to feel better, to uh, have an easier time with the fight, which is why we're yeah. starting these communities and starting this. But we want to make it easier on you. And too much time spent on social media is going to be detrimental to the that. The exact opposite. I mean, I've noticed now now that I've been diagnosed mm-hmm. and I can look back on things, when I would go into periods of mania, I would post like crazy Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then when I'm normal me, like you'll, you'll go on my account and it's like no activity for three months. Yep. Yeah, you, know? you can you can do that. You can go back to my Instagram and you will see me posting like there's like 25 posts within four days. Oh yeah, and then it's radio silent for four months, and then oh. yeah, I got in this uh, this period where I was like manic as shit, and I dropped all that weight, and I was just like shirtless pics left and right, and, you're and like, you're oh like, man, it was so and it's so and Johnny imba- type of like uh, yeah, yeah. And it's so embarrassing that, like, the second I came out of that manic phase, like, I didn't know it was mania at the time. Mm-hmm. And there was just one day where I looked at my account and I was like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> I went through and I deleted all of them. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Uh, uh, but isn't that how you get that movie uh, role as uh, those shirtless pigs, the action movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sh- shirtless man number two. Shirtless man number two yeah. in, Cobra, in Cobra Six. Uh, <laughs> Um, this time, Cobra's back for good. For good. <laughs> I, I love Cobra. Um, <laughs> but, the, you know, but that, that's another thing, right, is you're talking about uh, people make a living on social media. They yeah. make a living doing it. And yeah. extensions of a celebrity and actors and actresses uh, are on social media. And... You have these people that everyone already idolizes, right? Mm-hmm. They already idolize them. But now they don't feel as removed as they once did. It used to be, you know, that in Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't a real person to me growing up. Right. Sylvester Stallone wasn't a real person to me. They were an, a superstar action movie guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now you got Will Smith and The Rock uh, talking straight to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe even responding to DMs. And it's like, oh, these people are accessible. That means yeah. they're more like me. That means I should be more like them. And I'm like, bro, you ain't the rock. You're not you're not Will Smith. You're not poor Kaylee Cuoco. I'm gonna hit her up again. Kaylee Cuoco <laughs> on a yacht in Aruba. You're please, not please return our calls. Yeah, please, Kaylee, just for the love of God, answer <laughs> one letter. Yeah, my 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 favorite uh social media moment ever is I got into a uh, Twitter conversation once with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and I was just like, I have such, I think she's the greatest comedic actress of all time. Yeah. I have such a crush on her. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, yeah. cloud nine. During, uh, <laughs> during one of my very, very few posting sessions, I was tending bar and I served Patton Oswalt. Who's uh-huh. like, I'm a huge fan of his. And I think I offhandedly said something like, oh, I'll serve one of my heroes, you know, on like a Twitter post or something like that. And he responded to me. And I was like, dude, we should be friends now. And like radio silent. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to play d and with me, Patton? Patton? Hey, Patton? Patton? I'll tell Patton? you my, my most embarrassing celebrity story. Mm. So uh, I was a big fan of the show The Shield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic show. Great show. I had just watched the series finale. Okay. And the lead actor, Michael Chiklis, is so brilliant throughout the entire show. But that finale, man. So, walking down the street, he's pumping gas at the corner gas station. Okay. And I was just like, 
oh, I got to go talk to him. And I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. I just finished the shield and like, you're phenomenal and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like standing there like, oh, okay, thanks. I just wanted to pump gas. And I'm just going on and on. Uh, I was probably manic. And then like when I was done, like I walked away and I was like, he did not want to have that conversation. Nope, right he there. Did not. He's just trying to pump gas and like <laughs> go wherever he's going. And <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually think that's really funny because like as an actor, the whole reason I got into acting because I wanted to be someone else, not myself. Yeah. You know, I wanted to separate who Adam is from who he could be on stage. And like that was what was freeing about it. So one of the components about social media is you have to be real. Like, at least some component of you, like a piece of you has to be real on social media, yeah. right? You Even if it's a lie, you're letting people into your real life, right? right even right. if it's staged real life. Yeah. And I don't have the mental energy for that. I don't know how yeah. anyone does. Whether you're, you're telling your truth and you're saying, like, look, look, I'm Brad, this is who I am. Or if you're being actor Brad and you're putting on actor Brad persona on social media, that just sounds so exhausting. And so, oh, actor Brad's very exhausting. <laughs> Let me tell you that right now. He's not exhausted though. You can tell if you go find those shirtless pics of him. He does great. He's, he's, he's oiled up he's and like <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you know there was. Um, I saw months ago someone I'd gone to high school with popped up in my feed mm. uh, on social media, and they had apparently had just cheated on their wife. And made a big post about it. Wait, 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 and wait, 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 wait. They posted about it, not yeah. the wife? No, they posted about it. Like, like you know, I'm so sorry I did this, and et cetera, et cetera. And I was just like, ooh, What are you doing, man? man? First off, too much information. Yeah, yeah. Second, does your wife know you're doing this? Because Ooh. she might not want people to know yeah. that you were cheating on her. Yeah. It, like, it seemed to me like, like if you wanted to try to make amends there, you just put a nail in that coffin. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. now all her friends and family know. Right. And and people that she hasn't had contact with in years, maybe work colleagues know. Yeah. It's, and it's like you you just made it impossible to reconcile. Well, and, and that's, mm-hmm. it's interesting that you say that because you're also – your social media posts aren't just affecting you. They're affecting other people. Yeah. You know, any post that I make affects my wife. Yeah. Or affects my coworkers. Yeah. Or affects and, – and, and that becomes so much more – dangerous when you're suffering from a mental illness. Yes. Because if you're posting something when you're manic, you're posting something when you're depressed, you're posting something, you know, if you're you're suffering from bipolar one or schizophrenia and you're having delusions and you're you're going on social media all the time and posting, what the hell is coming out of your I was gonna say out of your mouth, but I guess out of your fingers. No, your fingers, your finger yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> finger mouth. That's a horror movie I'm writing, finger mouth. Um <laughs> it's scary. And again it's forever. It's forever. I yeah. Mean, <clears throat> I was working on a show. Even if you delete it, somebody right, could yeah. have screenshotted it. I, I was working on a show two or three years ago, and Camilla uh, Cabello or, or Doja Cat. No, Camilla Cabello. Camilla Cabello uh, ended up tweeting some stuff, some mildly racist stuff when she was 16 years old. And it wasn't, like, atrocious, but it was still mildly racist and it was a situation i'm sure that she didn't necessarily have a negative you know spirit behind it it's just some stupid thing some 16 year old said taken out of context and someone screened it and released it and because they did that uh camilla cabello was pulled from one of the promos like they were supposed to have a 
uh, an interview with a uh, black celebrity. And that black celebrity called us up and was like, nope, remove that promo. And that was yeah. just, and that was Camilla Cabello. I mean, they're still huge. Now imagine if you're like 16-year-old actor Brad and you make one of these posts. Yeah. Now you're destroyed and there's no coming back from it and they can find it and you don't have the social clout to be able to like, oh, no, no, think of all the, you know, the, the, the positive things I bring to society. Like my glistening pecs. Like you don't, you don't have that. <laughs> I, well, I... Have you seen my pecs? I know. I mean, they glisten. They glisten. You show me every single episode. You guys know the whole uh, opening bit about us talking. He's just like deep V-neck, just like st- making just, direct eye contact. And, and making them dance. Yeah. Just like uh. staring me down. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I just think, I think at the end of the day, I'm not going to say don't be on social media. But what I am going to say is, oh, go ahead. You can say. Limit your time. Limit it. Yeah. You know? Um, and if you start feeling upset or you start feeling like you have to keep going, you're pissed off at this thing or you're just like manic posting. Yeah. Walk away. Stop. You know? Stop. No one cares. Like at the end of the day, no one is going to judge you for not posting on social media. Yeah. No one is going to judge you for not having seen their post. Well, my wife judges me when I don't respond to her posts, <laughs> but that's because most of them are about our dogs. But um, long story short, uh, limit your use of it. Understand what its purpose is. Understand that there are ulterior motives for a lot of the posts that you're seeing go up yeah. from even some of your closest friends. And you mentioned the algorithms before. Like The algorithms are made to constantly feed you whatever gets you the most engagement. Yep. And unfortunately, that's usually negative emotions. Things Always. that will piss you off or make you sad or hurt you are the things that the algorithm realizes, oh, this is what makes them click a button. Yeah. This is what makes them respond. And so it will feed you more and more of that. Mm-hmm. It's an evil, dirty little machine. Th- th- there was about two or three months ago, one of the awful school shootings happened. And I happened to be on... Uh, Isn't it horrible, by the way, that you have to say one of the? I know. Yeah, don't get me started. Um, but and I happened to be on Instagram that day, and all these posts came up. And like you said, sometimes you scroll through for news, right? Yeah. So you scroll, and you're like, you're seeing all these posts. And what I do, I get my news from NPR. So what I will do is I will see a post, and I'll be like, huh? And then I'll go to NPR, and you know, check its legitimacy, and so on and so forth. But there were so many. I believe it was a shooting in Texas. It doesn't matter. My point being is that because I was reading these school shooting uh, um, uh, posts, like I'd spend five seconds on them or ten seconds on them instead of the usual like half a second, suddenly more and more of these posts are filling my feet. And then there's, you know, anti-gun legislation bills and like, oh, these people who are fighting to keep their guns. Oh, these are the people that are fighting to get rid of the guns. And it was just, uh, I was being like, there was just a deluge of this like really negative and oftentimes violent information. And you talked about this at the beginning of the episode, but I just think it's important to reiterate, like they don't care about you. The social media companies don't care. The algorithm just wants engagement. They just want engagement. And it will keep, if if you submit to one 
horrible thing. It will keep feeding the horrible things to you. Yeah. If you watch a Rob Schneider movie on Netflix, it'll keep feeding you Rob oh, Schneider man. movies. Oh man, and the animal's not a great movie. I'm sorry, <laughs> Rob. Like you're you're a background player. You know, you know what you do in the Adam Sandler movies is great. I think what you do in the Adam Sandler movies, like that's your wheelhouse, bro. That's your wheelhouse. Uh, you, you know, and ultimately with this stuff too, something that I had to realize for myself is when you're struggling with mental illness especially, but but even for people who don't, if, if you're just having a bad time, you only have the mental and emotional bandwidth for so much. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need to be focusing on you and the people in your family. Yeah. You don't need to be focusing on school shootings. You don't need to be focusing on the election. You don't need to be focusing on this, that, or the other. Yeah. Because let me tell you, you reading that stuff and getting upset about it won't change it yeah self-care doesn't always involve other people and it certainly doesn't involve uh the greatest moments in their life you know self-care involves you looking inward seeing what you need and giving yourself it and i you know i'm not going to speak for you but i doubt very highly it's looking at a photo of kaylee kuoko in aruba on a yacht right above a news story about children being murdered yeah 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 so, um, you know, again, we're not experts. Take and we're also not saying Kaylee Cuoco murdered those children. No, 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 no. But, no, but... I'm just saying there's some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, seriously, follow us on Instagram. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, now that we've trashed social media, yeah. make sure you follow us on social uh, media. But here's what I will say, though. If you are trying to contact us through social media, we apologize if we don't get back to you right away. Neither one of us is good at it. We There was literally a point in time where when we started this and we we're like, oh, we got to get on social media. And I went to Brad and I'm like, can we like go to a high school campus and find a child and pay them? And I'm like, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, nope, nope, we can't do that. Nope, 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 nope. But it's that idea of uh, it's a great way to contact us. It's a great way to post questions and thoughts. But if we don't, apolo- if we don't um, respond right away or like or whatever, whatever um, we apologize. Nothing to do with you. All to do with our hate of social media. Yeah. And practicing self-care for ourselves. Yeah. 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 A lot of that. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Uh, we love you.